Welcome, everyone, to today's podcast episode. You're listening to The Home Design Podcast. My name is Adam Case, your host, and we aim to educate, inspire, and connect South Florida with the industry authorities within their trade. Today, we're diving into everything that you should know about plants, from real to synthetic to inside to outside to artificial floral ceilings. Yes, you heard that right. This guy needs no introduction. I'm going to do it anyway. Matthew Lang, the official, the one, the only the plant guy. <laughs> awesome. I love that. <laughs> you like that? Thank you. All right. Like, I, I mean, I, I feel like everybody knows you. You're out there, you know, it's social media. You're you're like a rock star plant expert. So <laughs> <laughs> I like this. You know, I really appreciate you being yeah, in no here. Problem. And, you know, at the end of the day, we want to talk about the talk to the experts about right. what everyone should know when it comes to plants. But exactly. before we go into that, who is the plant guy? <laughs> wow, that's a big question. <laughs> right? No, the the plant guy is simple. Boy, I, I was uh, born and raised here in South Florida, and uh, I've just been doing plants ever since I was a kid, you know? But it wasn't until I got older that I realized, well, gosh, this is what I'm going to do. It was right around, uh, actually, when the market crashed in 2008. Yeah. So that's when I basically started. I said, hey, I'm going to turn this into a real business. Absolutely. But you didn't start as the plant guy. No, no. I started, well, I went, it went, goes back to Green Thumb Pottery, but it was- Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, Green Thumb yeah. Pottery. And I basically sold big, heavy clay pots and any plant that I can get my hands on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that was the plant boat because you had a yeah. idea delivering plants because your store was right on, on you know, the on the intercoastal. You yeah. could go up and down delivering plants. But, you know, today we have Matthew and he is the plant guy. Um, you know, just talking a little bit about that. I mean, you truly turned a passion into purpose and it is a thriving business today. Yeah, I'm so grateful for that. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I sold the plants that I had. <laughs> they were my plants, you know, and that's how I started. But uh, I've been through it all. I've learned uh, a lot about indoor exterior plants. And, you know, being down here in South Florida, we have a lot of salt, salty air and all those kinds of things, really hot sun, yeah. you know, so I, I've become kind of an expert at that, you know, without a doubt. And that's the thing, like a lot of people think about plants and you know, even myself, you know, right. it's, it's a scary thing. Like right. they're, they're, they look so simple and right. definitely not complicated, but you know, you, you have to take care of them. There's a lot of care. And especially like, I want to go into house plants first because oh, oh, <laughs> there, there's so many species and, you know, especially today, biophilic design is such a hot trend with interior design right. and everything else. And, you know, people want plants in their home. Yeah, it's interesting. People will come inside and go, oh, is this uh, an inside plant? Well, listen, all plants are are outside plants. Right. Let's just put that there. Um, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring an outside plant inside. So right. imagine it's a plant that's from the forest. We're going to bring it inside. Uh, they were not meant to be inside. Right. So basically, if you look at it like this, you know, you have a forest and anything down below the base where it's like the ground, which is very dark, that's generally the type of plant that's going to fit inside. Okay. That yeah. makes sense because you have the canopy, like, Correct. you know, you don't need a lot of sunlight. Correct. Um, you know, obviously, I'm sure that how they're watered and how they're able to, you know, filter out, you know, is very different from obviously, you know, the top growing 
trees. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, you know, talking about some of these big trends, you know, like I feel like everybody's looking at fiddle leaves, snake plants, um, you know, give us some more. Like what, when people, and, and also different homes, they're all different designs. You know, today, like boho chic is very right. popular. You have extremely modern and simplistic, and then you have like more of the traditional Spanish Mediterranean style homes. Um, When you're designing these homes or helping these homeowners or designers select the right plant, does that play a role as far as the type of home and the type of plant you place? Oh man, it's, it's so huge. This is a a big deal because a lot of times I'm in competition with the designer, (laughs) right? right? Because I'm the one who, who knows really, I just know, I know it's going to work. I can tell you in a minute if it's going to work or not. You don't realize that, uh, say for instance, you have a living room and you have uh, sliding glass doors. Well, that little section to the left, that's drywall or the right, yeah. and you turn that corner, you just lost all the light, right? Right. And so we really need to put the right plant there, right? And then another factor is that most homes these days that are new, they have built-in UV uh, tolerant windows. Like right. It's built in. Either know it's clear, it's UV, and UV tolerant, meaning it, it, it takes all the good light out. Right. So you think you have good light, but you really don't. So what do people do in that case? Well, you know, um, it, it's so, like you said, fiddly ficus, that's the number one plant right now, right? <laughs> right. And so when people walk in, I'm like, oh, no, they're going to want that. So, <laughs> right. So you actually get scared when people are like, hey, start right, with the fiddly. Right, Because <laughs> right, right. it, it's going to be a phone call later, yeah, right? Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I only sell that plant if I see that they have amazing light. Right. You know, they need to be facing southern right. um, or an east or western exposure, like three good four hours of good, almost direct sun. Okay. Right. That's yeah. just the way it is. Absolutely. So I, you know, uh, but there are plants that work. It's funny. We're talking about plants inside. I developed, uh, I have something patent right now that's, it's in patent process. Are you allowed to share? Like, is this I, uh... I, I can talk about it. Okay. Because you can't see it visually. We're not right? going to show anyone yet, but when it's oh ready, God, we are going to so publish excited. it. We're going to put it out there. But in, in three tell weeks us a little from bit. now, I'll present that out. That's amazing. It's so cool. Just like, so for instance, I'll talk about a certain plant. It's called Pothos. Vine. Okay. Pothos vine. Everyone knows what that is, right? Yep. And uh, that grows inside amazingly. But the problem is every, low maintenance. Right. Low maintenance, yeah. but it's a tabletop plant. Right. 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 But the problem is people want trees that go vertical in the space, like in a corner over here. They yeah. want it six foot eight foot well typical if you say tree trees like more sun right it's really hard to get a tree inside it really is with the design that i came up with it's taking those both those vines it's turning them on their side and we stack them that's incredible All, it's such a beautiful thing it's also self-watering will it force it to grow up the stack like oh yeah it will it automatically the minute you get it you're going to have plants all the way right, up so right. it's instantly just solve the problem right and then um but because it is a low light plant it's going to take off right exactly so it's such a great vertical design and so now you can hit that vertical area that you need to do so basically it's self-watering Mm-hmm. low maintenance yeah you get the height it can be any height right yeah i mean we're starting out at six they can go eight ten twelve that's amazing because amazing. that that's filling a major i guess issue in the sense of like when people want plants they want it to, to like a piece of art correct you know they want it to fill a corner or fill a wall correct. or whatever it might be they want greenery inside right. in that room in that corner 
right? So this solved that problem, but stay tuned for that. That's yeah, and, and there's something to be said about greenery as far as just the feeling you get when you have plants and even just the color and, and you know, We'll we'll go into the artificial side because you've also come with come up with some amazing and creative ways to give the most realistic and actually real right but set but also synthetic correct products. But you know, let's first go into that in in, in the sense of um you know the product itself and and um you, you know what that's really accomplishing for these people for the artificial for the, for the artificial yeah, itself so artificial what we've done is like we we're talking about the fiddle leaf ficus right so what we do is we we work with a local guy that um he actually trims large trees yep we take all those trimmings right and i'm talking about big branches big right trees so it's not like we go cut them down but we get these you're harvesting you're, yeah, you're, you're harvest, taking yeah. you're taking we're you're saving recycling. them yeah. yeah recycling so we're saving these trees and then we're drying them out and then we, we put them in a bucket, we making them vertical, and then we put all leaves back in, artificial. Artificial leaves. And it's a realistic-looking fiddle leaf ficus. So I, I have seen this firsthand. Yeah. You know, Matthew, obviously his showroom is like none other. It's mm-hmm. Anyone that's listening, you have to visit the plant guy. Um, but what's really unique is, so just so you can paint the picture a little bit further, this is a real trunk i guess yeah. you know um, branch yeah. and you hollow out or you manufacture it to be able to adhere these synthetic trees so basically you have the real but the part that's most difficult to keep alive you're giving the synthetic correct so correct. it's it's amazing and basically that solves the issue in a great yeah you know resolution as far as for people that want the fiddle leaf but correct probably are not going to take care of it the way they should correct absolutely so talking about that and then going into like the self-watering system that you know, you have developed. There's right. been a lot of products and evolution of planters specifically that are available that a lot yeah. of people don't necessarily, they're used to maybe going into the home goods or Home Depot and you see right. a plant and that's what it is. But right, right. planters go so much further to oh, simplify yeah. that process. So I do want to talk about a little bit of the evolution of, you know, self-watering planters because you have seen them when they've started yeah. to where they are today. Yeah, definitely. There's a company that I use. It's called Lechuza. Yeah. And it's a German um, brand, and it is an amazing product. So basically, it's it's um, imagine a planter, but it, the reservoir is in the bottom okay. of the planter. All plants, all live plants, grow feeder roots. Feeder roots are roots that can sit in water. Okay, so the water is in the bottom of this this planter, and there's a screen above that water. So these roots will grow right to that water and drink it. The only thing that you have to do is pay attention to the reservoir which it tells you you're low on water you fill the tank up you're done okay right? and that's the that's the 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 challenge that people have is they don't know when to water they look at a plant they go oh my god it needs more water let me put more on it it's, you don't know how much how it's often probably not the problem right? right it was probably not the problem but it's it's generally it's a little bit of everything you know but the the good key to always know this if you have low lighting you need to right. do low water okay Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. Not more water. Right. right. Okay. Without a doubt. And if somebody doesn't have one of these self watering planters, is there like a trick of the trade to know whether or not the 
the plant really does need water? Well, yeah, you can definitely go on Amazon and order you a, a water meter, water okay. tester meter. All right. Yeah, like 12 bucks, save your life right there. It saves hundreds of dollars oh or gosh. thousands of dollars. I mean, so it's, it's basically a probe. It's about 12 inches long and okay. you just push it into the soil. It'll tell you if it's wet or not. <laughs> I wish I uh, I got one of those for myself for some plants that I've had that I, I feel right. like I've given up and I bug <laughs> you. I'm like, man, I need some of these synthetic plants. Because, <laughs> <Right, laughs> right. you know, because the challenge is, you know, for homeowners, you know, it is a task. Yeah. Um, you know, something else that I've thought that, that, you know, you read and you hear, it's like, do people have to talk to plants? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Well, you know what? People, <laughs> people forget. Yeah. Plants are living. Right. Do you know that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so think about it. Right. Right. We just, we just think they're just plants, right? right? But they're, they're breathing. They're legit breathing. They need water. Like we need water. Right. They need sunlight. They need vitamin D. They need all of that. Just like we do. Yeah. So, yeah. Talk to them. You Talk know, to clean them, them you know, them. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, there is something to be said for that. And, you know, the feeling and everything that you get for being able to add life to your home is so important, right. you know, not only aesthetically, but mentally, you know, right. it, 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 it increases production and increases happiness it's a and huge stress study with yeah. that, you know, absolutely. biophilic design and all that. And even in the artificial, so they, they are saying it's, you get the same feeling. How many times have you been somewhere yeah. and you've seen an artificial display? play of plants and wow wow this this is nice yeah. like it feels good i i think it has a lot to do with the color green absolutely and making you feel like you're out in nature but you know that's amazing it's all life like yeah, green you, you yeah you associate with life and and you know going from inside to outside you know because obviously there you still have to have the proper setting proper sunlight for oh all gosh. different types of plants yeah um, and you know, for you, I've seen you doing these projects where you're like bringing in full trees into like, um, a small pot, a small pot <laughs> like an entryway of a home that obviously has sunlight to obviously doing things outside on balconies, creating privacy walls. Right. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you're doing, but you know, just talking about outdoors in particular, what plants are you working with most uh, when it comes to some of these outdoor designs? So outdoor, you know, well, here we're in South Florida. I don't know how far this podcast goes, but anyway, you know, it's, hey. it's really great to check. Google it. What's what's a, a native plant to your area? Right. Bingo. There you go. And why I say that is because if it's native, right, then that's what the rain will require it, right? See, we, we tend to bring in plants from all over the world into Florida, right? You force it. Force it. And so, like, I have these Indian Ashoka trees in front of my house. They're absolutely stunning. Oh, my gosh. But guess what? They won't survive on their own. They have to have sprinklers. Gotcha. They have to. Whenever I'm doing a planter install, I really search for plants that are native to the area. Okay. So they only require the rain. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. And that's also peace of mind for the homeowner because, Absolutely. you know, there's different people for different things, but you you have to know what you're signing up for when you're planting oh, certain yeah, things. Yeah. Um, and also, and I'm forgetting the name, when I was in your showroom, there was a specific plant. It may have actually been an indoor plant that there's only like however many in the world. And I'm talking about probably no more than a hundred or something like that. Very exclusive. Yeah. Um, Do you get that a lot in general, as far as when it comes to these exclusive types of plants that are difficult to come across? Yeah, absolutely. I search for them. So the one you're speaking of is called Cocoloba rugosa. That's right. Right, right. (laughs) I would have never remembered that. So (laughs) It's it's from Puerto Rico. It's amazing. It's basically a giant sea grape, but wow, it does amazing inside. So there's only 450 in the world, you know, that's amazing. But I have quite a few of 
them, but yeah, I search for cool, exotic things. Absolutely. And that's what makes you unique. Um, you know, and also talking about outside because privacy walls are big, especially in these condo living, um, type of scenarios where, you know, how, how far can you really go on a balcony? Um, and giving that aesthetic and giving, you know, the greenery, you know, there's a lot of condos down here in South Florida. So let's talk to the condo owners or condo designers for now. Right. What should they be looking for? Right, as far as for doing privacy, privacy, or yeah, or, or let, so I have two, start with privacy. Yeah, so I have two versions of that. I go one way is we have our artificial. So we need a base. We need a planter right. to hold it. Right. So we designed this aluminum frame that goes inside of our long rectangle planter, obviously, and we then cover that in artificial ivy. Okay. Right? But we also went a step further, and we we took this frame, and it's able. It's all aluminum. No rust, right? And so it slides out. Lightweight. Ca- lightweight, but it slides out of the basin in case there's a hurricane coming, okay. right? So we have to be it, mindful of that. Right. So that's that. And then also, if we're going to go live, my favorite choice is one is Sensivaria, right? Okay. Snake plants, yep. right? Mother-in-law's tongue. Or Clusia, which is a huge yep. Florida native. And it just can, it can live off the rain, you know? In in talking about snake plants, because I've had I love snake plants. Yeah, yeah. you know they they gives the modern aesthetic. They look beautiful. Correct. They fill out. Um, I've had them indoors. Yeah, I have them outdoors. Right. Um, you know, my wife always asks me like, how, why can't you keep a snake our snake plant alive? Call inside? the plant guy <laughs> inside. <Right. laughs> Let me ask you, how often do you water it? Uh, I, 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 I well, I would give oh. it like sixteen ounces, like once a once every three weeks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But like it was doing good for a while. And I, I mean, I impressed myself because I think we had it going good for maybe two <laughs> years. Um, but then like, I don't know, life got in the way. Maybe it got COVID or something. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it's, it, I have like two yeah. stems left. <laughs> so I do need to replace that. Right. But no, in all seriousness, even talking about outside, um, talking about sunlight, because I know that does affect because the, a lot of times people will see that the tips might burn out right. um, or different elements. Like what is the perfect setting for you know talking about snake plants because right. you know a lot of people so do snake plants them. are great there's 72 varieties of snake plants. okay so, so many different colors and options and whatever um uh, people some people think of the, the annoying plant that dry that grows crazy outside right, right. i personally love it just like i you love stated, yeah. it's very modern and clean looking um but the cool thing is is they can go all the way in the darkest location but they're grown in full sun Okay. I don't know if people know that. I didn't know. I didn't realize there, that. There's no shade house for these things are grown in full sun. Wow. And then they get brought into a shade house and then they go into a home. Gotcha. See that, that, that little acclimation period. Yep. So there is a, you know, people, there is a challenge that people have where they go, Oh, I think my plant needs more light. I'm going to throw it outside. Right. Well, you wouldn't throw a baby outside, would you? <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe you would. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. You might have a few phone calls. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But immediately going from inside, they're going to get sunburn immediately, right? So you would have to like slowly progress them. But snake plant is an amazing plant. You can, that plant, you probably wouldn't have to water but once a month. Yeah, Maybe even one month and a half. Right. So they do what, like? What happens over time, what I know what happened to yours is over two years, it starts to accumulate water after water after water. And eventually I guarantee the soil is just super wet. Yeah, it was probably too much. It's called root rot. And it's hard to judge that as a homeowner because I'm no plant expert. I mean, you could let that thing dry out for six months, not touch it. And I guarantee it'll grow back. Oh, really? Okay. 
I'll have to test that. <laughs> I'll just months. put it in a corner somewhere. Let it, let it go. <laughs> so talking about that, because you did say that there is a transition period when they're bringing that plant indoors. But what about outdoors? Like, is this what they do with all steak plants where they, you know, they obviously grow it and then bring it inside or ones that are meant for outside? Do they leave outside so it doesn't have to acclimate to anything? Right, different? right. Snake plant is very interesting, though. It, you could throw that right outside. It's such a so it's strong okay. yeah. plant. Yeah. It is. A, a fiddle leaf ficus, you can't. They're right. very sensitive. And It'll burn immediately, right? But do people plant fiddle leaves in shaded areas so outside? this is the thing. Fiddle leaf ficus, it's a ficus. Right. It has the strongest root system known. Okay. Do not plant it in the ground. Really? Yeah, that's why you... How many times do you see yeah, it in the ground? you're right. Rarely, Never. Right? Never. Right. Because they know that's that's the one you don't plant in the ground. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, so talking about, you know... We mentioned it before, you know, the modern versus more of like the traditional design. Right. Um, you know, obviously, you know, snake plant is very modern. What's your go to for like, say somebody has a beautiful Mediterranean style home. Right. And for the inside? No, outside. Oh, outside. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, it depends. I love bougainvillea. Yeah, that's you know, beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, that's a plant that's, it's really easy to grow. And people say that they don't like their roots to be messed with. Right. A lot of times they'll even plant them in the ground, in the grow pot. Okay. Right? That's, they just leave it. Just leave it. Leave her alone. You know what I mean? We, we put them in planters. We don't add new soil. We just, we'll build up the base of the planter with foam. Okay. We'll put a tray inside. We'll put the grow pot on top of it and fill the void with mulch. Right. Right. We didn't mess with it. We didn't add any more soil, but it's an amazing plant. That's awesome. So, you know, in, in talking about the whole design process, um, evolving products, creating products, you displayed something pretty spectacular in the last Fort Lauderdale home show. <laughs> you know, this is something that I can't say that I've seen before. Right. And I feel like I want to like lead people on a little bit further, but I'm just going to go into it yeah, because yeah. they're probably wondering what is this artificial floral ceilings? Yeah. Amazing. Where did that come from? Like, you know, is I, that like a dream or what, or was it a nightmare? You're like, Oh my God, I got to do this now. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess I'm always, you know, wanting to create, I get bored quickly. Right. That's my challenge. Right. I guess it's a good thing, but um, a client of mine asked me if I would do a project in Windwood Jungle okay. and uh, put a, a floral ceiling. Well, I figured out all the ways to make it happen, right? And then I just took off from there. But it's an amazing little thing that people can add to, say, for instance, in a home that you have like a library or yeah. you have a little sitting room or an office, we can make an amazing, beautiful floral ceiling that's just, I mean, it's a whole nother level. You saw yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. It just gives you this warm vibe and it's just beautiful. And is this, because it's obviously a newer application that, mm -hmm. that you started doing, like, yeah. um, are you doing entire rooms or are people doing accent areas within a room? Like, you know, what it, what's, we went to California we, to do a room out there that was a gigantic room. It was 15,000 florals. But wow. We, we covered the walls and the ceiling. It was crazy. That's incredible. And we're going to share a picture of that. That is absolutely stunning. I've seen images of, of it. And it's just like next level thought because it's not like people don't just do this. Like, right. you know, working with the professional, what I want to really go into is knowing who you're working with because at the end of the day, like, yes, there are places to go buy a plant, right. have a planter, you know, but if you want to separate your home, your business, your building, you know, because you're working both commercial, you're working with developers, you're working with restaurants, you're working with homeowners, right. designers. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is, right. you know, 
Tell us what should, and this could be for whether it's a homeowner, designer, anybody, yeah. what are the questions that somebody should ask the individual that they're looking to work with? Right. As far you as, being the professional, right. what should they ask you or somebody else to make sure they're going to get what they're looking for? Right. Well, it's so important. Say, for instance, where you're doing a balcony and you want plants out there. You really need to ask them, hey, can this handle the wind and the salt? I live by the ocean, the salt yeah. water, right? You know, really, and that's a, a great question. If you If you live in a condo, walk outside, look at the plants you see around that condo. That's probably what you can do. Right. Okay. Because if you notice, the more east you go, you're gonna, all the plants are start looking the same. <laughs> right, you're right. They really Absolutely. Are. There's like six different ones. That's it. That's right. your choices. So, you know, all, and and you know, a lot of designers will make this mistake. They they have a certain look they're going for, but does it work? They're going to force it. Yeah. Yeah, and and it really, you should ask your designer. Hey, are you sure? You know, is this going to work for this location? Because, right. you know, who wants a phone call later, right? Well, and the thing is, like these plants, you know, it's an investment. So it's, an it's investment. not just the design. You know, the designer wants the look and they're going to get a beautiful picture. Yeah. But the homeowner or the yeah. business, they're living with it. Yeah. And I think definitely ask, do self-watering inside. Okay. Ask for self-watering. Right. There's many options. We take self, we take the German Lechuza self watering planter. Right. If you don't like that, we'll put it inside of your planter. Right. As long as that plant becomes self watering. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's also that, the, uh, the, the stick, the, the thermometer, or it's right, not right. a thermometer, but the, the, wa- me- the, water, the, meter. the meter, the water meter yeah. that you can use it can. if need be. Yeah. Yeah. But self watering is the way to it's go. It's the way to go. Yeah. It's even for the plant guy. It's and and it's go. easy to find. Like, it's not like people have to search too far. No, no. Type in self watering planner. Yeah. And they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. No. So, and, and which obviously this new product that you're going to be launching soon, oh, that, yeah. that just solves everybody's problem. It's really nice. <laughs> because, you know, obviously the, the low, ma- no, no maintenance, right. self watering. Right. beauty height we can do height we can and then we, the frame is uh, amazing because you can get it in any color you want right right so you're only going to see the sides of it right and, and the, the base and this is proprietary this is something like if you want it they must go to you oh like, yeah this yeah, is yeah. yours yeah, yeah um you know you're innovating the industry um and that brings me to another question because you know you're always like you said you get bored easy mm-hmm. um innovating taking trends further but really you're a trendsetter you're raising the bar you're doing Mm -hmm. different things um but what i've found from you which is actually one of the most impressive things is that you want to educate your peers yeah you don't look at competition as competition you are i mean there's plenty of business out there There and that's what speaks to you as an individual and i kind of want to dive into that as far as your feelings as far as the industry as a whole right and you know, how you're lo- looking to obviously educate. I mean, you're inspiring every single day. I mean, you just have right. to, I'm going to take a quick moment and plug you right now, <laughs> open up your phone, hit the plant guy on <laughs> social media, and you're going to be inspired and you'll get a really clear picture as far as what, what Matthew does and accomplishes. But talk to me about just you know, the industry and competition, how you take it's it. It's so interesting. Um, you know, I, just like the show you had recently in Fort Lauderdale yeah. and say from plant me Rosie. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. Right? So, that was me, you know, back in the day too. And, and I remember it, it's amazing to see all of these. I learned from them, you right. know, and so it's exciting to see it. There's plenty of business for everyone, right? Absolutely. But we all learn from everyone and it's just an exciting field. Plants weren't that in. No, it really wasn't. Yeah. You know, but they are in now. So, but it's a really great business. It's a great camaraderie. And and that's what it's all about because, you know, when it comes to competition, 
I always wonder when I talk to people, like they have to find their inspiration somewhere, whether it's a person, whether it's a movie, whether it's a song, an artist, whatever. But do you have that source of inspiration that, you know, you've found that has inspired you? Uh, I just, like I said, seeing Plant Me Rosie, seeing all these other people that are striving and, uh, you know, um, A's Ornamental with with, uh, Willie. Willie. Well, well, yeah, I mean, his podcast... He's done a great job as far as diving into the industry itself. It's exciting. Yeah, the plant movement, the plant, plant movement, movement podcast. Um, definitely, everybody check them out because if you're specifically looking for all aspects of plants, nursery, growing, business as a whole, you know he is yeah. a great resource for Absolutely. that. Um, and you know, so talking about now to the next five years to ten years, yeah. what do we? What are we going to expect from the plant guy? <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be on TV soon. Absolutely. So that would be really cool. Without a doubt. You've been working a lot I'll on work content, on yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. So, But yeah, the sky's the limit. We're excited. We're developing some artificial product right now. Okay. Um, and uh, we're excited about that. That's amazing. And, you know, right now, like one of the top trends is, you know, smart homes, technology, all right. of that. When are we going to see a smart plant? I guess, well, the, well, actually, <laughs> I guess this is, right? Well, actually, the one that I developed is I'm actually going to pull in another vendor. And so basically, um, it'll have a probe that's automatically inside the plant. You'll get a text message when you need to water this plant. That's incredible. Right. So we're working with that too. There's just so many cool things out there. So many integrations. Um, you know, so we've talked about a lot of different areas when it comes to you, your inspiration, your development, where you started, where you are now. And I can speak firsthand seeing when we first met, which was when you were starting back in 08. Yeah. Um, to where you are now, it inspires me and everything that I do on a day to day because you're the perfect example as far as, starting out with an idea and bringing it and really leading an industry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Without a doubt. And just something, just to recap, it could be something that you've already mentioned today, but give me your top three to five tips. Somebody's looking for plants in general. What should they be thinking? Right. Okay. So basically, well, one, if you're thinking about plants inside, you can look on our Instagram for one, and you can look through there and see what we use a lot of, right? And that's going to tell you what works inside, right? Um, Also, you know, just ask questions, especially when you go to a nursery, you know, tell them the location of where you're trying to put this, you know. Um, Maybe even take pictures. Take, oh my God, pictures. That's the best. If you ever come see us, Bring pictures, okay. right? Because that's that's how we work. Bring pictures of where you want to plant and wh- where you want it outside. All those kind of questions, yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I can't thank you enough. I mean, yeah. we've learned so much. If somebody, you know, obviously they can go to your social media, but if somebody's listening to this, they want to contact you. I know you're easily reachable. Yeah. Um, you know, share with us. What's sure. the best way to it's, reach you? It's theplantguy.com. It's theplantguy on Instagram. It's theplantguy, right, on uh, TikTok. Yeah, it's the plant guy. Yeah, it's the plant guy. Um, Go to the website. All the links are there. You know, you can click on everything. But if you're looking to be inspired, find what's best for your home, get ideas, doesn't matter where you live in the world. If you want to see some of the most spectacular installations and you do travel. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter where they live. We're going to the Bahamas soon and then we have to go to Jamaica, California, New York soon. Yeah. Amazing. So, Matthew. I can't thank you enough for being here today. You know, for everybody, please 
Go to Matthew's Instagram, The Plant Guy. Check him out on his website, theplantguy.com. Check him out everywhere on all social media platforms. But until next time, I appreciate you guys all listening to this podcast episode. You can always check us out on our website at homeshows.net. Look at us on our social media, and you'll see a lot of features of Matthew and his team as well um, at FL Home Shows. But until next time, please subscribe to our channel. Get all of the upcoming podcast episodes as we're looking to bring you the latest in home design and home improvement but stay tuned for the next episode the home